Hello everybody, my name is Miguel. Welcome back to the SoCal Watch Reviews Podcast. I am alone today, not by choice. Uh, Let me tell you what's going on. It's been about uh, going on two months that we haven't recorded an episode. I wanted to jump on the microphone real quick um, just to kind of give you an update. Um, Zoom has been acting very, very weird. It's what we use to record I don't know if it has something to do with my computer because my boy P. Ross, my co-host, he is in a completely different city in the U.S. And he is having issues as well. Uh, We contacted uh, Zoom. And of course, uh, because we don't pay the top uh, tier pricing for their highest um, whatever uh, package, they cannot help us (laughs) with a live person. Everything has to be via... I guess their website, which I did. I spent a good 30, 40 minutes talking to somebody and it went nowhere. They said they looked at our last recordings and they didn't see an issue. Um, So let me tell you what the issue is actually, uh, what the issue is and what's going on. Um, We send the uh, link to uh, people, right, to our guests and everything is fine. We could see everybody and all of a sudden it just freezes and it just it just stops working. I uh, reinstalled Zoom on my computer several times, uh, but what happened was we had that first technical difficulty with, uh, believe it or not, Mr. Andrew Morgan from the Watchfinder channel, and it was so embarrassing. It took several tries, but he was super patient. Um, and then the second time we tried to record right after that was with mike france from uh, christopher ward he was actually at the wind-up show in new york we had it all set up and he was there with his team live from the show and it froze and it just didn't work it was so embarrassing and i was so pissed off i told p ross i said you know what until we fix this i'm not going to record a podcast anymore and that's pretty much been the sentiment right and and p ross has been wanting to fix it as well but no he's busy with life and he's a dad and a husband and he has a job and, and me too, right? I've just been uh, focusing on my videos. And by the way, if you haven't seen the videos, I've been putting a lot of, putting out a lot of videos on my YouTube channel. Uh, the latest one was uh, my Rolex Explorer 1, kind of giving you a, a brief as to how I was uh, brought up, right? Not a lot of money in my house and how I was able to afford it. Um, so that's a cool video. I encourage you to go check it out. But today's... Um, little message i guess little podcast by myself was just kind of let you know that we haven't given up we want to continue doing this we just cannot figure out what platform is going to work for us because we want a platform that sounds clear uh that allows us the opportunity to have multiple um recordings i I guess let me let me reiterate that in zoom you have the ability to record uh each audio separately and that is a good thing because sometimes when you have guests they speak so low that you need to amplify their volume but not everybody else's uh volume right so that's the beauty of zoom also zooms about 120 bucks a year so i split it with p we've looked into other things and it's a little more expensive and i don't know i guess we we don't get any money from anywhere you know so it's been really difficult to just say all right cool we're gonna allocate that money there because I use my money for other things, right? To feed my family and, and put food on the table and invest. And and to be honest with you, I guess it sounds a little selfish, but to buy watches, right? And when I give it to the podcast, we don't get anything. It's been going on three years, uh, two and something years, and we've been sponsored once by Chrono24. 
uh, and it wasn't that much money. And I split it with P, right? So anyway, that's what's going on. But <laughs> funny enough, as I was recording this, um, Omega just dropped uh, something, right? They just dropped an Omega Seamaster, and this is what they're calling it. It's their uh, Omega unveils a brand new steel James Bond Seamaster with a classic blue wave dial when i saw this i was like wait a minute is this a new watch because this looks like the the watches from from back in the days of quartz watches right from the 90s uh but apparently this is to celebrate the franchise's uh 60th birthday this is the new seamaster 360 anniversary uh, there you go this one is special because it or harkens back to omega's first uh, foray into the bond franchise back in 1995 when pierce brosnan uh wore what's become known as the bond seamaster so yeah this actually looks exactly like it but of course with all the modern uh kind of goodies right and i was really surprised to see the price because i was like yeah this is a really nice looking piece and it's gonna come in at about seven uh, thousand Swiss francs, that's about what seventy four hundred bucks. And uh, I mean, it it just looks like your regular um, uh, Seamaster, of course, automatic, and it features the caliber eighty eight oh six, of course, meta certified, um, cost certified, and uh, yeah, forty two millimeters. I mean, it's your typical um, uh, Seamaster, and it does come with a mesh bracelet, so that's that's pretty cool. I, I thought I uh, kind of talk a little bit about it and uh, I don't know how it feels in hand but if it feels like any other of the Seamasters that I've um, had an, uh, an opportunity to interact with it's a great watch I I do think technically speaking this is better than a Submariner um, in terms of money for value this is 100% better than a Submariner but, but there's something something about it that just it's not very attractive I don't know what it is. Is it the scallop bezel? Is it the skeleton hands? There's something about it that, in my opinion, it's a bit of an ugly duckling, and it's it's the type of watch that you really, really got to love. The Submariner is just, it's a handsome watch. So is the Submariner uh, an inferior product, quote-unquote? Yeah, perhaps. Is it more money and it's, uh, it's not worth that much money? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, c I could see that. But... Let's not forget that you can't really dictate what people like, right? So the Rolex and Mariner is such a staple, such a classic, that that's why people pay the money. I would pay the money, right? I could get this Omega right now if I wanted to. I'm sure I could move a few pieces and get in line and, and pick up Seamaster, and I have it, right? And as a matter of fact, you could pick up a pre-owned Omega Seamaster 300, probably like in the $3,400 range, and it's an incredible, capable watch. But for whatever reason, aesthetically speaking, it's just ah, something. What, what do you guys think about that? But look, bigger picture here is Omega is, is been, they've been killing it lately, man. I mean, they just came out with that mini repeater that was like, what, close to half a million dollars. And it's just them flexing their muscles and really showing all the other watch bands like, hey, we've been around, right? We've been around for well over 100 years and we have this kind of power to to go back to our back catalog or, or or the power to innovate as well and we have deep pockets but for whatever reason rolex doesn't try as hard yet people drool all over their their catalog right um or sports models mostly uh and it, and it's funny that it to me it just feels like omega tries so hard 
and people are just kind of you know uh, getting on their bandwagon um i i like omega i don't want to say i love omega but i definitely like omega and i respect omega but how do you how do you guys feel about that uh, I don't know what your feelings are about that. Also, another watch I wanted to talk about, I'll maybe just touch about it, uh, touch on it briefly, is the Tudor Pelagos 39. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, this is going to be an incredible, incredible watch. It's going to be a huge hit uh, with the community. But the more I look at it, I just got to be honest with you guys. I'm a, I'm a Tudor bro, right? Tudor bro, love it. Love my Black Bay 58 uh i i love uh tudor watches well constructed great you want to talk value great great value for money but there's something about that watch that's just boring i don't know what it is but it doesn't excite me when i saw it on paper it's 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 the perfect watch well not perfect because it has 21 millimeter liquid and i hate odd liquids why do watch companies keep doing that I don't know. That's a conversation for another uh, for another time. Actually, I made a video. If you go to my YouTube channel, I made a dedicated video about that. That's how much I hate him. But it's almost a perfect watch in every kind of aspect, including the pricing. Right? It's in the four thousand something dollar range. You get a titanium watch, incredible movement. It finishing looks good. It looks like a really well put together watch, but it's boring. I don't know. Some people have said it's so perfect that it's boring. I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But let me let me know what you guys think. Is it a boring looking watch? Would you buy it over another watch? Would you buy it over a Black Bay 58? Because I wouldn't. I could sell my Black Bay 58 and buy that one if I wanted to. But you know what? I wouldn't. The Black Bay 58 for me is just a perfect watch from the dimensions, uh, from the weight from the dial, how elegant it looks. That gilt dial with, I don't know, with that little red pib at the top, it's playing homage to the big crowns, the Rolex big crowns. And it's just, it's a watch that has really intrigued me for a long time. And when I got the chance to own it, it's one of my favorites. So I know I would not trade it for a Tudor Pelagos 39, but let me know what you guys think. Does it ever happen to you that a watch is so perfect? Everything, everything about it checks out, but you just, you're not drawn to it. Is there something wrong with us? I don't think so. I think that's the beauty of watch collecting, that everybody likes different things, and it's okay, right? Everything in the watch community is it's from your own individual perspective, because what you see as value, somebody else sees as not value, right? As like too expensive, or vice versa, right? You personally may think, $4,000 for a Pelagos is not crazy money and it's it's great value, right? But for somebody else in the top tier, they may look at that watch and be like, oh, $4,000, that's too cheap for, for a dive watch. I need to be in the ten and the $15,000 range for my watch to, for me to consider it a good watch or a good value. I know it's crazy, but I mean, look at the Kevin O'Leary's of the world or look at collectors that have a lot of money, right? I, I think uh, watch collecting is beautiful for the art of making watches and, and creating beautiful things. But aside from that, I think everything is just subjective. And to be honest with you, that's why there's so many YouTube channels and everybody has their own opinions on different things. And that's OK. I mean, you follow who you want to follow. You follow who you align with um and it's okay but at the end of the day as long as we can all agree that watches are beautiful and watches are not a necessity and watches are just pieces of art and it's something that tugs at our heart then i think we could all be friends right 
But uh, yeah, thank you so much for the support. Again, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on with Zoom and with our recording. I started this podcast as a way to be able to speak uh, freely because speaking on a video is very difficult. Nobody's going to watch a 20, 30, 40 minute video. It's very difficult. You need to be almost like a documentary with a lot of information and it's just too much. Podcasts have blown up and honestly, we jumped on this trend before it was what it is now. Now everybody and their mom has a podcast, which is great. We encourage that, but we are the OGs. We want to continue doing it. So if you know of a program out there that's not expensive and you're able to record uh, separate audios, please hit me up. Send me a send me a DM at SoCal Watch Reviews on Instagram, or uh, yeah, shoot me an email. My my email information is in my on my YouTube channel. Uh, so I, I hope you guys enjoy this little short version. I know it's not super interactive like it is with when we have guests, uh, but I wanted to put something out there. I wanted to put the message and to let you guys know that we are doing well. We're still alive, uh, uh, relatively healthy. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I actually do have a pretty bad cold. So it's been, it's been a challenging, uh, week and a half. Um, putting videos together and doing voiceovers, but nonetheless, you know, you got to stay positive, man. And, and kind of look up. And as I always say, you know, every day above ground is a good day. And, and really think about that, right? Because tomorrow is never promised, guys. Just respect your family, respect and just anybody and everybody. But I think the, the person you need to respect the most is probably yourself, right? Just be aware of, uh, of what you've done in your life and where you want to go and, and treat yourself. And when I say treat yourself, we're talking watches here, right, baby? Yeah. I mean... If you have the money, if your family's taken care of, why not splurge a little bit, right? I mean, it's, it's worth it. That's why we came to this life. As long as you take care of your priorities, you have a little bit extra cash, man, spend it. Every morning you wake up, look in your watch box. Even if you don't have a watch box, just one watch, two watch. Does it put a smile on your face? Yeah, then you're doing the right thing. All right, guys, well, take care. Happy Thanksgiving if you're uh, if you're in the U.S. And uh, for everybody else, just stay blessed and uh, talk to you soon, guys. Stay humble.